Hey, what's up? Hey, yo, what's up? Hey, yo, what's up? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to Southern Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You're listening to episode 29 of the Sapnin podcast with Sean Smith and my good friend Morgan Richards. It's me. I know you, I know. I was a bit upset saying that. Why? Because um, I got attacked by a p- pigeon earlier this, uh, this <laughs> week. It's the first time you're in this. You've kept this nice. And I'm still not over it. So What happened then? Um, oh, it wasn't a pigeon. It was a seagull. That's worse. That's worse. Why is it worse? Seagull. That might be a bit better. They're both bastards. Yeah, I'm still not over it though. That's the main point of this yeah. conversation. If pigeons are sky rats, yeah, seagulls are like evil bunnies in the sky. Yeah. Um, what happened, bro? Um, went to get a baguette. Yeah. We walk into the train station and then mind my own business. You know, I wasn't bothering anybody. Wasn't eating my baguette, wasn't shouting. seagulls like you normally are. No, it wasn't for a change. And from my left side, um, just got attacked by a seagull. Over the shoulder. Straight, straight into the neck took, oh. a bu- took a bite of the uh, baguette And here we are now Absolute cheeky set of bastards isn't it? But I am alive I've made it through it And this is episode 29 of Sapling Podcast Here we are Here we are <laughs> At last and alive Here we are alive and kicking yeah. d- Despite nearly being Mauled to death More Fucking You are milking it It's getting worse Like it's gone from Oh yeah A seagull flew past me To now I nearly died No I think um, I, No I, I think this was a personal attack Yeah I, I don't doubt it Yeah Okay um, <laughs> Maybe he's a regular What are you going to do for the future To keep <laughs> To make sure you've um, I've learned Maybe I shouldn't be eating food While walking Where seagulls might be so now you've got to monitor the location of seagulls around Britain. Is there an app for that? I feel like it's probably an app for that. But also, what a waste of time and life that would be to just be like, oh, I know what I'm going to do. Suss out where the seagulls are, do they? Um, anyway, t- episode 29 of Saturn in Podcast. Please, if you haven't turned off by now, <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're going to get into episode 29. And I promise you, it's a great episode because it features one of my favourite frontmen of one of my favourite bands, um, Matt from the Bronx. Yes. Uh, top chap. Have a look at the photo of me, him, and Morgan. He's literally got one of the best heads you've ever seen. Yeah. Um, he's very happy by this photo. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's one of the greatest front men, maybe, of all time. He's up he's, there. He's up there. He's just wild. He's great. Um, always exciting to watch, never boring. 
um, whether that's the Bronx or Mariachi El Bronx. Um, we spoke about both of those during the interview. And um, yeah, a whole, lo- a whole load more. So uh, thank you very much to Matt for sparing mm-hmm. us some time at Slam Dunk Festival. Yes. Um, yeah, and as you said, we talk about literally everything. From well, not everything. You wow. can't say literally and then everything. I was going to say from the Bronx to Mariachi to how bad parking your car is at festivals. Yeah, oh, that's a nightmare. And all that kind of stuff yeah. as well. So, yeah, that was awesome to get to speak to Matt. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, that'll be coming up in just a little bit. Yeah, but before that, what are we doing now? Well, right now, technically, yeah. when this is released, we are at Download Festival 2019. Oh, nice. Yes. So, at Longington pe- Park. Yeah, people... Well, what will people doing, be doing today? They'd be going to download? Well, you'll either be you will listening to this. You might be at download. Yeah. You might be on your way to download. Because yeah. you might have a day ticket or something. That's true. Good thinking. Um, you might be on your way back from download. Forgot your ticket. Forgot, yeah, and going back to get it. Nice. Or the festival's over and you're listening to it on the drive home. I didn't think of that. Maybe yeah. you're very hungover from all your activities throughout the weekend. And you're listening to this to get over that hangover. Sorry. If you've got to listen yeah. to our voices. If our voices heal you, that's a bad life. Or you're not there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot there was another option. Yeah, never go to... Yeah, and not gone to download. Um, yeah, we're going to be at download. And, yeah, if you listen to this and it is actually download weekend, still tweet at a band and at Sappin' and Pod because we will still try and make it work. We've got new gear now. Haven't yes. we? Haven't we? Yes. We were gonna We've got new gear, and I've been working extremely hard this past week, uh, looking after our schedule and trying to get the best possible bands and interviews for the listeners of this particular podcast. Yes, we have. We've been, um, yeah, contacting a lot of press people, trying to sort stuff out. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so we're going to be, with our new gear, we can wander, which is an absolute delight for us. So we're going to be about the festival. We might be out meeting... Um, civilians you normies you know scum as i call them but morgan calls you friends um we're going to be out <laughs> yeah. meeting you guys in the pit and stuff so if you see us come and say something don't punch me um and yeah that'd be awesome so yeah we're going to be d- a download if there's any bands that you want us to speak to still let's specify this now because some people don't seem to have got it we have said tweet at the band or the artist and at us yeah i've said tag them below in some of our social media posts and people do not tag them below it literally says it on the tin people read your tins because you need to work out what's in the thing you're buying (laughs) i've never seen you angry (laughs) i'm literally doing stewie from family guy (laughs) tilted head Um, wow! I know it's all gone. It's, it's all gone downhill this week. For you attacked, to by, break. attacked by seagulls. People are not reading what's on the tin. Oh, I forgot about the seagull. Um, um, yeah, but download is going to get me back to my normal self. I think. Good, but, but yeah, but pe- there might be some people not at download festival. So yes. if you're not there and you're in Australia, fair dinkum. Yeah, or something. Let us know what you're doing this weekend. What Please have you been doing? Know. I mean, you know, are you getting over the misery of not being in festival season? Are you going to other festivals? Have you been attacked by a seagull or other animals? <laughs> let us <laughs> know. At- we literally want to know. If you've ever been, let's start some sort of anti-seagull union. Down with seagulls. What do they do? Let's find out what they do in our ecosystem. Because I've had enough of seagulls. Sorry. Well, I've taken this over and 
I'm anti-seagull. But anyway. Um, I, but anyway, yeah, let us know because... Um, yeah, we want to know. We, yeah, we're naughty bastards. Yeah, and um, of course, other festivals are available. Yeah, like like what? What other festivals? Well, are? We're, well in particular, we're going to be at Reading Festival in August. Yes, we are. And then we're also going to be at Two Thousand Trees Festival nice. in July. Nice. And of course, just so the listeners know, the people at Two Thousand Trees have been very kind to offer a discount code to get ten percent off your tickets. All tickets. All tickets. That's day ticket, weekend ticket, VIP. Vip. Yeah. yeah. I, I, maybe car park as well. Ooh, ooh, wait, ooh. wait, no, you're adding stuff to this that I don't know if I don't know. But check, but check, check anyway, that anyway. Go to 2000 uk forward slash tickets and go to the promo code button and type in sapnin. Um, if you need to know how to spell sapnin, have a look at your phone right now because it says on the screen S A P E N I N. Um, so yeah, check that out for ten percent off all tickets for two thousand trees. Yeah, and I'm sorry that the start of this podcast is being all over the place, basically. But as you can tell, we're very excited for festival season. And speaking of two thousand trees, yes. they've just announced the lineup for their uh, lovely forest acoustic stage sessions. Is it called the lovely forest acoustic? Stage no, but it should be now that I've said is it. Is it just called the Forest Acoustic it's, Stage? It's, yes, it is. So yeah. You've added lovely. I've added, but I like her. Okay. So if I was anybody from Two Thousand Trees, listen to this. How about calling it the Lovely Forest Acoustic Stage? Because that makes it, it makes it nicer, doesn't it? Hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, anyway, I've enjoyed that again. Who's been announced? Well, the people have been announced the likes of Death of Honor, nice, who are headlining the festival. You can get to see twice, nice, in one weekend. What better way is that? Do Savannah, if anything. Ah, you got Yonaka, who yeah. I've been listening to a lot you lately. You were Wait a we'll, go, we'll definitely clear this up, but you were not interested. I could tell. I just said something and he went, ah, and then like instantly moved on. Carry on. Sorry about that. Yonaka, yes. Yonaka. Yonaka. Yeah, they'll Sorry, be performing, which yeah. is going to be really good. Holding Absence are going to be doing a strip back set in the forest as well. I thought you were going to say they were stripping. They're not stripping? No. Good. I'd like to see him acoustically more than I would like to see him naked. Same here. And the likes of the excerpts, Murray is being announced that oh. he'll be just he's being added to the festival just to play this stage. Have they? Yeah. And a whole host of other bands as well. That's awesome. And yeah, it's literally my highlight of two thousand trees each and every year because it's so intimate, it's just a one off experience. Like you won't get Lovely, any yeah. Any uh, festival and yeah it's just the best place do you know what it is it's quite romantic sean so if you oh, see so, here we go so, he's gonna try and smooch me he's gonna he's, right, don't have your first drink at 2000 trees well me yeah oh yeah well Good. okay never drink because if you if you come on to me i'm gonna be very <laughs> upset not that i've you're, got anything sorry sean but you're not my type um, but, well which is lucky because you're not mine yeah anyway yeah but anyway 2000 trees yeah. the acoustic stage is very very pretty Lovely. Lovely, even. I can't wait. I'm genuinely chuffed. I think what they're going to take away from this, the acoustic stage at 2000 Trees this July is lovely. Yeah, I just said that. Good. We said that a lot. <laughs> um, anyway, let's move on now because we're rambling a lot. Yes, we are. I'm excited to see uh, Death of Anna twice. So. Anyway, um, yeah, what else was there? What, is there any other news? Um, any music news? <gasps> I have got some news. I saw wait, on... Wait, wait. The Sting. Good, I'm glad we stopped that because I liked a bit of music Um, Justin Bieber has offered to fight Tom Cruise this week What? Online, Justin Bieber went on the Twitter On the Twitter machine At Sapnin Bod 
and he called out Tom Cruise for a fight. Don't know why. Don't is, know this, is this real now? Yeah, is this no, I'm not making this up. We're not mental. Um, oh, wait, it might be the LSD flashback. No, 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 it's not. I've seen it on Twitter. Bieber's thre- uh, offered to fight Tom Cruise, and now McGregor's turned up. Connor, of course. Not um, Clive, the most famous of the McGregor's. Uh, who's Clive? Um, and he said he'll promote the fight. No way. So what's this about? Did, did Tom Cruise upset Justin Bieber in any way? Don't talk to me about it. Talk to Biebs about it. Do you know what this? Biebs listen to this. So oh, just every week. tweet in at something pod and let us know why you want to have a fight with Tom Cruise. Right. The thing is, though, the way you've just described it, I'm just picturing it in my head: pure professional wrestling, WWE style. That would be absolutely hilarious if um, they did a wrestling match. Yeah, they're not going to do like a proper work. Like I, I think they're probably just going to go for boxing. Yeah, but Tom Cruise is going to win that, surely. How? What do you mean? Um, why, do you, right, come right. On, why do you think Tom Cruise is going to win that? Because he starred in Mission Impossible 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. How many films are there? It could be a million. I don't yeah. see how that makes him tougher than Justin Bieber. Because um, if he wears the get-up, he knows how to duck. <sighs> More... Go- um... I don't even know where to start with that, but just because he's been in films where he's played a man punching people doesn't mean he knows anything about punching right. people. If anything, he knows, be, in, he knows in, not to punch somebody. Well, yeah, exactly. So Justin Bieber bigger gives, than him. That gives him the advantage. Well, not being able to punch Justin Bieber gives him the advantage. Yeah. It doesn't, does it, Morgan? You know it doesn't. My mind's on Tom Cruise eh? every Why? day of the week. What's he, he going to do? Jump up and punch Justin Bieber in the belly button? <laughs> He's about three foot two. Have you ever been punched in the belly button? It hurts. Yeah, but not by a tiny actor. I don't know, but I don't know. Like, I think my money would be on Biebs because he's taller, ganglier, younger, so quicker. And maybe he doesn't have the Church of Scientology behind him, backing him. Not that they can help when it's just mono a mono in the ring, I suppose. This has gone too far. <laughs> Don't keep thinking about it. Let's well, I was going to say with that, what other um, celebrities would you like to see have a boxer match? But it has to obviously has to be an actor versus musician. All right. Um, well, boxing, fighting, wrestling, whatever. Uh, two dicks. Let's do uh, Chris Brown versus um, Mike Tyson. That's not two dicks. I don't know where we're going with this. Can we stop this? Anyway, what were we talking about? What can we... Is there any other news, Morg? Yes, a good friend of the podcast, Charlie Simpson. I know, have you heard of him? Yeah, his band busted. Of yeah. course, they turned up at Slam Dunk Festival. Because of us. Because of us. You know, there's a surprise there. because of us. They've no only, back answers. They've only been at it again. Or, or what have they done now? They turned up at Summertime Ball, yeah. right, in Wembley Stadium, yeah. right? And they played the year 3000 with the Jonas Brothers. I think that's probably because of us again. Well, obviously, the three of those Jonas Brothers listen to us every single week. They do. Yeah. Joe, Nick, and Clive. Uh, Greg. Kyle. Phil. No, Kyle Jonas. I don't know. I always get the third one. Philip Jones. Nick Jones. No, that's Manchester United defender. Anyway. Um, that's bad, isn't it? That we forgot. Yeah. Think how many times he's DM'd us asking for the podcast and we've forgotten his name. Yeah, well, they, yeah, well, they got Nigel. They, it's Nigel Jonas. Yeah. I don't think it is. Um, but they, yeah, they got together and they played Year Three Thousand. That's awesome. 
I think that probably happened because of us. Probably, I mean, because the Jonas is listening to this and they heard Charlie on it, they're probably like, "Oh, we should probably double up." Like, yeah, awesome. Yeah, and oh, um, just to do some housekeeping, right? Because I know, as you said, they're listening every week. So yeah, we ha- I have listened to the new Jonas Brothers album, guys. Don't awesome. worry. Yeah, it's quite good. Yeah, you know, maybe we'll have you on. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, but if they do the Motor Point Arena in Cardiff, they're not. They're doing all the other arenas, sadly. Of course they are, because they want to make it hard work for us, apparently. Yeah, Welsh people <sighs> left out again. Um, but yeah, I'll have them on yeah. maybe if they if they really want. Yep, Joseph, Nick, and. Nigel Jonas. Speaking of Joe Jonas, though, yeah. he's been in the news this week because he's apparently been... Uh, what are you, a Jonas fan? Are you on the fan clubs? Yeah, are you on mm, the... Yeah, I go d- on, carry on. Mate, I don't need to be in the <laughs> fan club. I am, am the fan I am cl- the fan club, yeah. No, he's been in the news this week because he's been spreading some rumours that apparently My Chemical Romance were practising next door to them in New York. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard some stuff about this and it's wrong. Yeah, well, yeah, well, my journalistic sources... Oh, I need to have told me that is completely false. Yep. And uh, the only people rehearsing that same time was there was another band who were trying to get a new le- audition in for a new lead singer. Oh, there you go then. Um, so, so sadly for us, yes. it's not true because I would love that because yeah. I love my chemical romance. Yeah. But we've mentioned this a lot in the in the past. Yes. On previous episodes um, about the whole reunion thing. I think just leave it. Let it be. If it happens, it happens. I'm excited for everything else the band are doing. Frank Iro. His new album is very good. Yes. I'm a big fan of his. Yes. Excited to see him at 2000 Trees. Correct. So, just let it be. Let it be. As the poor version of Oasis once said, <laughs> let it be. The Beatles. Yes. Anyway, should we just get on with this episode? What else do we have to do? People, if you've enjoyed any of the past 28, 29 hours of this nonsense, consense, content and nonsense, consense, please think about supporting us at patreon.com forward slash sapnin. There's loads of different tiers to choose from, and for the lowest possible tier, you get to become part of the Sapnin community group, which is amazing. It's a lot of people who are meeting for the first time, who have gone to gigs. I met a lot of them at a Raiders gig lately. Oh, did you? Yes, I did, in Nottingham. I met Emily, Mitch. Um, oh, lovely. Sam was there, Kelly was there, Jenny was there. It's like a meet-up then. Yeah, and we, yeah we're going to have more of these meetups, and it's nice. And yeah, if you for the lowest tier, you can ask questions, get your questions asked on the podcast, because we want, we want to know what you guys want to know about band life, because... Yeah, we've got the chance to find the answers out for you. So, yeah, if you've uh, got any questions for anyone or you just want to support us, please think about checking out patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Yes, and with that as well, we're actually over 80% completed on one of our first goals to get new equipment. We've just got the first bit. Yes, we have. But if we reach that 100%, we can get the next bit for new equipment that makes the podcast even better and sounds even crispier. Crispier? Um, yeah, not, not, not mm. like a pack not like a pack of crisps, yeah. but um, just better quality. Well, yeah, we'll um, have two more mics so we can interview. Yeah, yeah it'll be fantastic. Ever before. So, yeah, patreon.com Thank forward slash Thank you Patreon so far. And, yeah, please, if you can support us, please check it out. Yes, and also check out our social media, like we mentioned, at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. That's it, I think. And it? now let's get hot and heavy with the Bronx. Here comes Matt. Sapnin! Sapnin! This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. 
Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Sapnin! Sapnin! What's happening? Yes. You're listening to episode, I don't know what number this is, because we're out and about and we're doing loads of different ones. Let's go with episode 69. Yeah! Let's go with episode 69. Even if it's not, then yeah. We can't wait that long. We're only on 26 now, so that's another 43 (laughs) away. (laughs) But yeah, our guest this week is uh, Matt from... One of the greatest live bands of all oh, time. Stop it. Stop the Bronx. It. Thank you. I appreciate that. How you doing, oh, fellas? Yeah, We're good. good. You're good. Pleasure, yeah, better than we are now. Eventually right. got yeah, you. got through that traffic, huh? Oh, Fucking bullshit. Fe- yeah, festival traffic and parking isn't, Only, uh, isn't the best. But, you know, as an outsider, because, I mean, I'm from L.A., which is the, the oh, home yeah. of traffic, oh, the, yeah. the official <laughs> home of traffic. <laughs> the 405. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it's so funny. When you when you come over here, you do these festivals, and it's like, it's so crazy. Crazy that there's only like literally one way in, and it's like past like this sheep farm, yep. and you gotta, <laughs> yep. you gotta like go. It's so classic, but it's yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, it's we, awesome. We passed a house on the way in, and it was just a house on its own by the sheep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it had number one on the door. And yeah. I was like, yeah, of course it does. Yeah, it's the only yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. It's not gonna be five. Yeah, yeah. if it had yeah, seventeen yeah. or something, you'd be like, well, who's the, the, who's the rest? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, how's your time so far? I was yesterday. Oh, uh, yesterday was killer, man. It was nice. great. Leeds is always a, a crazy city. It's always been a great place for us to play. And, uh, you know, Sam Dunk's gotten bigger, man. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's pretty awesome. I'm stoked for them. And festivals got a great lineup and ran into a bunch of friends and looking forward to today. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's the best 
I think it's the best slam dunk lineup I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. yeah and, and you obviously you guys have played the festival so many times from it being yeah. inside small rooms to now a massive field. Yeah. I mean, how is that being for you to see over the years? Uh, it's great, man. I mean, you know, it's as as uh, just a, a fan of, of, of music and as a musician and an artist. I mean, you get when you when you do what we do uh, for as long as we've done it, and it's like your life and career. You you start, you know, you meet people who run these festivals, mm. and you know, you see bands, and, and you know, you watch. Like it's always cool to see things grow and evolve and get bigger. You know, it's not just like our own bubble. You know, it's like of course we want that as a band and as your own like life. You want to like grow and like do accomplish all this rad shit. But you also you make so many cool relationships in in like the music game. You know, and the industry side of things can get so fucked that sometimes a, a lot of what you focus on is things like this. You know, a lot yeah. of your main relationships are people who are running festivals and you know friends that you see along the way at stuff like this so uh, we're stoked you know we're stoked to be uh, to be growing as a band and we're stoked to be part of this festival that's that's getting bigger and bigger each year yeah yeah well as you said you guys have been going for so long so I'm sure it's it's, it's exciting to have these new things happen all the time and just focus on kind of like friendships and relationships in the industry then I mean get carried away inside it yeah absolutely man absolutely it's awesome Oh, cool. Did you uh, do catch anybody yesterday? Anybody else? Uh, I caught a little bit of uh, Angel Dust right nice. when we got in. Saw a little bit of Turnstile. Because uh, our stage is stacked. It's great. You know, yeah. it's got a ton of great bands on there. Knock Loose, uh, Cancer Bats. Saw Gallows for a little bit. Uh, caught a little bit of... Uh, uh, get up kids maybe for a second yeah. okay. got a little bit of them um, and who else I saw caught up with the bad religion guys didn't get to see them uh, same with no effects caught up with those guys we've we've you know we've done so many shows with those guys so uh, it was great to see everybody but uh, I think that was pretty much it we kind of stayed local to our stage um, let's see oh there was like a catty corner stage to us, so that was like a story so far Bar, I think yeah. is a band and uh, um, maybe one other one but yeah mostly just our stage stuff yesterday that's Sweet. cool awesome. yeah um, I was talking to Morgan in the car on the way here I saw the Bronx play in the Metro in London yeah when you were meant to it was the day you were meant to support Lost Profits yes um I believe your bassist father was ill or yeah, passed away. Yeah, yeah. Tweedy's dad, our, our first bass player, James, his dad had passed away. And we played as a three-piece. What a show. Yeah, that what, was... Cra- that, that show changed my life. Yeah, <laughs> that was a crazy one. Joby ran basically uh, Tweedy's bass gear through a, uh, an AB switch pedal on his, on his rig and just kind of played both uh, guitar and bass and it sounded so insane it was and mad. so nasty and so badass uh, it was it was super cool you know it was like we wanted to be able to to continue on for for our for our dude while he went home and 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 work through his stuff um, and uh, we were stoked that we were able to continue to go and and it was uh it was a memorable show for yeah, sure I've, i loved yeah. it it was fantastic yeah you you just came into the middle of the crowd said this is the after show party and then it just kicked <laughs> off i, I yeah. remember a bottle yeah. a glass bottle smashed straight away oh yeah my friend who was with was covered in blood i was like yeah, this is yeah, awesome yeah. yeah and you had like an old um like a crusty punk guy just running into you constantly oh yeah and at one point you moved 
yeah. and he ran into the speaker but he was running so fast that his head hit it and his body went up and over and he hit the floor yeah. it was fucking brilliant yeah. wow. yeah. to this day one of the best shows yeah, I've ever when, seen when we, you know, when we first came over here there were a whole shitload of just old ass punkers yeah. that would come out to shows and you know they came for a long time and eventually they one of one they just kind of started trickling away yeah. you know hopefully they're they're all alive and healthy and it's all good <laughs> but uh but yeah i remember um you know first coming over here you know like you know after never being over in england it yeah. was so cool it was like i was like holy shit he's like real english fucking punk, old, yeah. old fucking punk guys you know like it's so cool that they're into the band i was like this is fucking great you know because we, we'd been friends with gbh and all those guys and stuff for for years so uh it was cool man england's always been good to us nice no oh, cool awesome. yeah well yeah well with that i think the bronx has always gained this massive live reputation that anything can happen at the shows and it's just a crazy and intense kind of atmosphere yeah. has that been great for you to like see and build up something like that uh, over the yeah, years yeah it's just cool because it just allows you the freedom to just do whatever you want you know it's like you don't like I think people are are, are pretty you know uh, it's uh, pretty accustomed to that when they come to Bronx shows and that that's it goes both ways it goes for the band and the crowd you know I feel like people in the crowd know that they can cut loose and they they, they can just be themselves and do whatever they want you know it's like that's the type of environment we like to create that's the type of environment the type of shows that I used to love going to when I was a kid and even as an adult you know it's like that's just a vibe I, I love you know it's like life's too short you know you don't you don't you get you everyone's got their you know their own shit they got to worry about so you don't really get a lot of time to express yourself in in today's world you know it's like so moments yeah. like these you know they're few and far between for a lot of people so go for it you know that's a yeah, yeah that's a perfect attitude yeah yeah it's <laughs> yeah. yeah, nailed it yeah, yeah, yeah. When you mentioned seeing like when you first came over to the UK having those like, old school punk rockers yeah. being at the crowds how much has like your fan base evolved in, in shows all over the world have you noticed kind of different kind of fans and stuff? yeah well I just think that the old like the it's like I think that the kind of the, the music environment has changed a little bit you know it's like it's like I don't think there's so much of a strict punk genre like mm. there was back you know I don't know there's even like a decade ago you know what yeah. I mean I just think now it's like there's a lot more people coming out to shows the people who are into punk music but aren't necessarily like prototype yeah. you know like you know just kind of blue punkers lines, I guess yeah yeah, yeah yeah you know and that, that's cool you know yeah. it's it's great you know but sometimes it's like you know as as that kind of evolves sometimes now when you see like a legit like old school throwback gnarly motherfucker you know you're like oh yeah. <laughs> like all right well, that's all what, right that's exactly that's exactly what you were like yeah. in the metro yeah, like, yeah yeah he had this like old biker jacket on with like fucking gbh or something yeah yeah, yeah. Picked it on the back. and you you were, you were just smiling he was just running into yeah. you and you were just like yeah more of it yeah absolutely. and i've just got everybody going and we were just what a Abs show absolutely what a man show. is there is there ever been a moment uh, during a show or anything you, you thought or things are getting a little bit too out of hand here or i mean i've had to like i i've had to like i, I would like i would never really punch anybody <laughs> but i've had to like i've had to like throw some people you know <laughs> like some people that are just wasted and like they don't you know it's like they got like and, and some people would just like they'll just like spit in my face you know they'll be so close and they'll just be screaming at me nonsense stop and eventually you just kind of kind of throw them off you and it'd be like you know just you know I, you know you don't really say chill out but you just throw them on you just give them a look you know what i mean just give them like a look like hey 
you know. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. Hey. A little bit hey. too much. Hey. Hey. Reel it in. Yeah. it down the north. <laughs> Reel it in. Reel it in a little bit. But, you know, nine times out of ten, they're so goddamn drunk, they don't fucking, they don't pick up on the look you give them. <laughs> so you just got to fucking roll with it. I mean, that's just the way it is, you know. Sometimes, you know. Uh, whatever. I mean, I've taken things a bit too far. I, I, I'm not going to judge anybody else who does the same, you know. Yeah. yeah, well, with that, I'm guessing no two shows are ever the same, really. No, I mean, uh, you know, it's like uh, the energy is similar, you know. It's like you, that's the thing that you pick up on. It's just like the vibe where it's just like, you know, everyone's just kind of in the moment and enjoying themselves and anything can kind of pop off, mm. you know. So in, in that regard, the energy is, is, you know, is what we aim to like make similar night after night you know we want that like kind of like just chaotic just uh you know just explosion you know but um we try our best to not you know just spill the same shit every night and and, and do, do that sort of thing you know so you know there's certain moments that i think you know we have certain songs where you know shit just pops off more yeah. than it would on any on any other tunes but you know for the most part the beauty of playing live is to just let it happen you know yeah, well, yeah. What's, what's the uh, wildest thing you've seen in the uh, in the pit uh, either when you were playing or at somebody else's show oh let's see Let's see. There's there's been some there's been some crazy shit. Uh, one, one time at one of our club shows in L.A., one of our a couple people got naked, like straight, like completely naked, took off all their clothes, and were just just slam dancing around the pit naked, and it was so great. And it was there wasn't like it was like a kind of like a club show, but there wasn't crazy security, so literally no one was doing anything. And then finally they got kicked out, so that was always good. Naked is always good. And there was yeah. these are dudes, by the way, so just like you know dicks. Are out and just it's, it was hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, how would you, you how would you be the security guard to check up here? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you got to go, bro. But I can't touch you. Yeah, I can't yeah, touch yeah, you. Yeah. Any, come that, on, that, that shit's hilarious. We had a there was a rumor that someone lost their eye at a Bronx show. Um, like their oh. eye like got poked out. Like and it really? was like out. Yeah, and that was. I want to say you got to find that person. Yeah, it's surely. It's, it might have even been uh, in England. I know it was either England or Europe. Something. That, yeah, it was like there was that, and that was a good one too. That was a. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know it's a good show. Yeah, yeah. Right. someone loses an eye. That's always good. <laughs> Um, you know, yeah, there's there's been some funny stuff. I used to like read like live porno magazines in the pit and stuff, and it was like <laughs> <laughs> this guy. I used to like read like erotic fiction, you know, and it would make people so uncomfortable. It was like super, it. it was like super dirty, you know. Yeah. It, was, oh, it was great, Aww. but yeah, there's always stuff popping off, you know. I was like uh, trying to think. Yesterday, I got popped in the mouth and split my lip open, so that was pretty good, you know. A <laughs> little bit of blood. Makes people more excited. Oh, definitely. You know, yeah. yeah, definitely. yeah. Can't beat a bit of blood. Yeah. Well, Rick Flair's testament to that. Like, yeah. <laughs> he loves some blood, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Sean was uh, actually telling me before of a Bronx show where you picked up his friend Scott. Oh, yeah, my friend Scott. Yeah, we came to see you in Club Eva Bach in Cardiff. Yeah. With the terrible stairs up the back. Oh, yeah. Dreadful. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in the pit, and uh, yeah, you just pick, you you relocated my friend. Yeah, just picked him up, and yeah, he lives over there now. Yeah, he wants the rest of the I, have, uh, I have what uh, wrestlers refer to as a low center of gravity. <laughs> so I uh, I can. Uh, it's easy for me to pick people up. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. Oh. 
Scott. Awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what's uh, what's yeah what's next for the Bronx? Is uh, a new record, man. We, yes. got a, we got a new record in July. We're, we're, we're gonna. We've been basically riding it all year in between touring. And uh, we're going to finish it up in June when we get back from this. Okay. Uh, and then we record July 1st uh, through the 27th uh, in Pasadena with our buddy Joe Barisi. Nice. And uh, it's going to be a monster record. Super stoked on it. Probably be out in March next year. Cool. And then after that, you know, we're going to tour our asses off, play some more shows, raise a little more hell, and then probably switch back to uh, Mariachi and make yeah. a big Mariachi nice. record and then kind of switch gears for a little bit. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. How does that differ? Right, di- like a little right in process. How do you? I feel like Bronx stuff is like more energetic and in the room, yeah. whereas mariachi would kind of be a bit more spaced out. Yeah, that? it's a little bit more atmospheric and it's just a little bit more vibe. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. uh, it, it's 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 it, you know it's you, you want to say it's the softer side of things because of the music, because just how kind of beautiful and and, and orchestrated the music is. But it's really, you know, there's there's a lot of similar, you know, uh, you know, themes between Bronx and El Bronx. You know, there's a lot of sadness in mariachi music. Um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, just like. Uh, just just over the top emotion you know and uh, that's one of the things I love about it you know you can still kind of pour in the same type of feeling that you do into a punk song that you would do into a mariachi yeah. song it's just a different execution you know you're just kind of singing instead of screaming you know so yeah. uh, I, I love them both and it's so cool uh, as a band and, and as uh, musicians and artists to be able to go back and forth between the two because it really does help you from just getting like burnout or not even even burn out but just having to force all your ideas in through one outlet yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I mean it's yeah, like yeah. it's it's really cool to have you know something that are some two things that are so different um, because it really does kind of create a, a uh, 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 like an outlet for every single thing that you could encounter in your life you know what I mean like it's like I can either run something through El Bronx or run it through Bronx you know and it's like somehow I've managed to find like a creative outlet for every fucked up thing that would ever happen to me <laughs> so and they, at least I got that you yeah. know yeah, <laughs> yeah but I'm, I'm sure with that as well like n- neither project gets burnt out I mean you've always got fresh ideas yeah, you've got time yeah. to go away and, and you know it helps just just in speaking of this the longevity of the band like career wise you know it's like nowadays for a band like us that doesn't like sell a ton of records like you have to tour to kind of make money and and play so if you're constantly just touring the same band for like you know decades you know eventually it's like you know you're going to go through moments where you know people have already seen you three or four times that year or whatever you know so it's like it's really cool for us to be able to switch back and forth between the bands and give people kind of a break of like you know oh okay well now fuck I haven't seen El Bronx in so long you know I'm super excited for the new record super excited for to go see him live and stuff like that so would you be it, touring both bands together again eventually yeah yeah nice. yeah it's it, it's uh it's uh, the more the bigger each band uh, has gotten it's become a little more difficult but that one tour we did man where where we did a tour with uh el bronx and where we had is el bronx opening and our, our friends from australia this band violent soho they played in the middle and then bronx headlined and we did that tour all through the states and a little bit over i want to say we did we did some el bronx and bronx stuff over here for sure yeah i think i've seen yeah i think i've seen that yeah but it was oh man those shows were so special they were so much fucking fun they were so cool 
and uh, we'd love to get back and be able to revisit that uh, at a certain time. I mean, I'm sure the moment will present itself somewhere down the road. Yeah, who would sure. be the dream band to take out uh, El Bronx? Like, who would be the the one? Oh, one. I don't know, man. There's 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 so many. Like, you know, I mean, we like the even early on the Killers tour, the Foo Fighters tour. Those tours were so crazy. You know, I'd love to go out with like a. I don't know, just like a like a huge, uh, you know, like some sort of like giant old old rock and roll band or something like that. You know, yeah. there's just so there's so many cool bands out there doing a lot of in depth stuff nowadays. You know, it's cool. A lot of the bigger bands you're seeing are, are aren't really phoning it in too much. You know, it's like there was kind of a weird time where I think there was like a lot of artists were like phoning it in for a little bit and just kind of you know I, I think because the way the record industry changed and people were kind of like unsure about what and I don't know what that was but it feels like now that uh, artists are excited to be artists again and people yeah. are taking more chances and and that's kind of where the whole El Bronx thing came from you know it was just yeah. like let's do something different let's be weird let's come out of the fucking woodwork with some shit no one's really ever seen before yeah. and those oh, are the, I the first time I saw it I went they're not serious about yeah, that. There's yeah, no yeah. way. They're all dressed yeah, up. Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's a great photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want you to bloody yeah, something to this. Yeah. Dude, and I was like, oh, so it's awesome. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, you know, more more bands like that. It's hard It's hard for me to think of stuff off yeah. the top of my head, but there's a lot of awesome bands out there that we'd love to play with, you know? Yeah, yeah but with all that, how did the idea for El Bronx actually first come about? Was it something you've always had in your mind? No, to do, no. We used to have this uh, studio in downtown rehearsal, and it was... Uh, right next to this uh, old school Mexican car wash and they would just blast like just mariachi tunes all day long and uh, banda music and all this cool stuff and uh, you know I, I grew up in East LA so I've kind of been surrounded by Hispanic culture for a large part of my life and it's super beautiful and I, I never really uh, imagined it influencing me uh, you know creatively that way hmm. uh, and so our guitar player Joby uh, was actually like came to the studio one day and I was like hey I wrote this song uh, uh, it's you know mariachi style guitar whatever and i was like dude rad like let's let's see what happens you know and it was just an idea that he had of just trying to like we were just at the time writing a bunch of songs and you know joby's super um methodical creatively like that like he's a student so like he knows like wh what to do in order to like take his brain to different places you know he's very smart that way so he knew he wanted to grow in some way but he didn't really know how so he was just trying to learn all different types of music and uh once we kind of you know started mess messing around with the mariachi stuff it just took off man we loved it you know yeah. and it just it was super inspiring I think you can and tell that like when <coughs> Every time I've seen you play, I, you can see on your face yeah. that you are yeah. loving it. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun, man. Being one of the best live bands in the world, how do you <laughs> feel about the youngsters that are coming through now with thousands of tracks? And oh, I hate it. Snap. I hate it. Snap. You know, it's like I, it, it's, it drives me crazy. It's like it's the only... Like, it, it's one thing to... I guess if you're a band that has a lot of electronics and you know that's just what you are but I get ups I get upset with people that pretend to be one thing 
and and then you know in reality it's another it's yeah. like you know there's nothing worse than like seeing a quote-unquote rock and roll band with you know 10 15 backing tracks the singer's not even fucking singing yep. <coughs> it's just a fucking mess man i mean it's like uh, you know, it's like, it's a, it's an insult is what it is. You yeah. know, it's insult. You know, I take that shit personally because it's like, oh yeah, I uh, you know, it's I like there's a lot of bands out that are just busting their balls and 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 being who they are because, and if you don't like it, you don't like it. But it's like, you can't present. It's 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 just whack to present something that's not real. Yeah. You know, like yeah, like, I, I I just you know I just I just don't back it. You know, I just it's just not my style. Cool. Well, yeah, yeah I think that's a yeah. fantastic note to end on. Yeah, 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 well, of course, with all that, you mentioned the Bronx are going back into the studio now yeah. throughout the summer. Is there any ideas and stuff with what you've written so far that like, we can expect from yeah, what, it's what's just going to be a bunch of backing tracks. It's all dance. It's all electronic. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all electronic. And yeah, I don't sing a live note yeah. on yeah. it. Yeah. I've discovered auto-tune, so yeah. it's all over. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, you know, it's just, it's, it's going to be uh, you know, the next evolution of the band. You know, it's like it's for the first time on this record, Every single member's uh, writing and contributing songs, so it's a super well-rounded record. It's super heavy because we got Joey Castillo on the drums, nice, and he's a monster in the studio. So uh, it's just great, you know. I'm super stoked about the record. I think it's going to be, uh, you know, a fucking really big one for us. So I'm excited about it. I'm stoked for people to hear it. Yeah, can't wait. Cool. Yeah, awesome. cool. Where um, where can people find stuff online? Uh, TheBronx.com with three X's. Uh, BronxoVision is the Instagram. Uh, Bronx, uh, un uh, the underscore Bronx is the Twitter, all that stuff. You know, you can Google everything yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Sweet. Thank you awesome. very much for this. Yeah, it's been awesome. awesome. Thank, thank you very much. Cheers, Cheers, boss. Thank Cheers, you. Cheers, thank you. Cheers, boss. Thank you, man. Awesome. Yes. That was a fantastic Matt from uh, the awesome band, The Bronx. What a band. What a band! What a chap! Yes, I was gonna say, what a man! Yeah. What a man! He's some very, he's very hilarious. Very hilarious. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's very, very, very funny. Very nice chap. He's got, he's got good uh, comedic timing. Yes, L lovely, lovely fella, and yeah, massive influence on me. And yeah, you heard the story about the first time I saw him. That was amazing, and uh, literally ch changed my life. After that, I was just interested in small shows and getting beaten up by the front man it's uh it's all a good laugh so yeah thank you very much for matt and the bronx for existing and especially for coming on the podcast it means the world to us so thank you very much yeah it was great to hear all his stories kind of like behind those live shows just being crazy on stage and making a new record yes can't wait so new music from the bronx to be expected very very soon and then they're gonna go and do Mar mariachi el bronx Mar again Mar 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 I, I can't, so excited sure sure i'm so excited i couldn't even pronounce Mar Mar the name <laughs> That's, that's exactly. probably like, that's how the album should start. And if they want me to start it for them, I am available. Twenty grand. Yes. Uh, my Twitter is mhrichards underscore. So just give me a DM on there. Yeah, yes. Yes. Mine's uh, at Sean Smith Sucks. Um, yeah. <laughs> what else was there? What else do we need to talk about? Yeah. Just you know, great to have Matt on. Uh, of course. Now we're at Download Festival right now festival season yes so i was gonna say sean we haven't really mentioned is there any kind of standout stories for you looking back at festival season because i know we're both very excited to go again now in 2019 yeah. um 
Yeah, there's a couple. Um, one year, the blackout got asked to uh, fill in for some 41. Surprise, surprise. Well, yeah, this and has been mentioned a few times. Yeah, and they sent us the stage plan, and he was second from top on the sec- second stage of download. Yeah. And they sent us the stage plan, and we were like, oh, that stage is huge. Hmm. We could probably get, like, two drum kits on that stage if we wanted. Oh, yeah. Should we try that? So, for a laugh... We asked Philip Jenkins at Kids in Glass Houses for him if he'd come and play drums for a day. So we had Snoz and Philip from Kids in Glass Houses for no reason, absolutely no reason, with two drum kits on two risers playing at the same time. No reason, again. <laughs> with two 16-foot inflatable hands that came up to, as they inflated as we started, came up to show middle fingers to nice. the crowd. Nice. And we had a backdrop that said, fuck the blackout. So literally anybody there who was pissed off that the blackout was placed in 741 could be like, fuck. Oh, oh. It says it, but they, they've beaten us to it. And they've got an extra drummer for no reason for whatsoever. No reason. Why have they got They don't normally have an extra drummer. No, no. Why have they done it? Uh, they can't. Because they can. Yeah. Yeah. And um, another good one was we did Leeds, possibly the last time we did Leeds, whenever that was, 2014 or 2013, and came on stage on the main stage and my people in the crowd were covered in mud. So to show my appreciation and how much I am a man of the people, yes, um, I jumped down off the stage, got into the mud, took a big handful of mud, got back on the stage, wiped it on my face, but forgot to close my mouth oh. so I had grit in my mouth for the next week nice. it's horrible it's like oh. sand it gets everywhere um, how so did it ta- taste? horrible like mud you ever taste mud? once upon a time surely but yeah, not, not, not in the recent times oh yeah I don't eat mud like a maniac like I don't just knife and fork it out of the garden <laughs> but, s- but sometimes you know when you're playing football or you're doing sports oh, so you, haven't t- you haven't got tubs of it in your fridge no I'm not no, Matt, no. That's vegan though. Mud's vegan, surely. I don't know, is it? Because it's a worm's house, but... Let us know. Like water. How can vegans drink water? It's a fish's house. Oh, fine with that. Oh, that's... Oh, yeah. No, no, no. We We don't mind fish drowning. Oh, no, they don't drown, do they? Not drown. What's the opposite of drowning? (laughs) What what do fish do? When we get submerged in water, we drown. What do they do when they're submerged in... Live. Just in oxygen. No, no, I mean... Never mind, this has gone too far. Tell us your festival story. Well, <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. Tell us your festival story. Well, before, before we get to me, I was going to mention wasn't. I don't w- eat mud. Move on. I don't care who's telling you this rumor. <laughs> I don't eat mud. Stop telling people I eat mud. This is going to go around the bloody internet. People are going to think I eat mud. What I was going to say wasn't there one year at Downloads Festival? All right, they've had mud once. Stop going on about how much I eat mud. Sorry, but carry on. <laughs> Wasn't there one year at Downloads Festival where you were the dressing room over from Motley Crue? Yeah. That's it. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> no, there are two dressing rooms. One for all the people who like rock in the band. And the other for Tommy Lee who like dance music at the time. As and you he do. had carpets up on the walls and uh, DJ equipment in his dressing room. Pumping. Nice. Like, Pumping. It was like Ibiza in the middle of Download. <laughs> it was very strange. Was Snoz um, on Cloud9 slash... Shit in his pants because probably he's on cloud eleven. Whoa, yeah, that's two levels up. Hey, good maths. Um, quick maths, I like it. Um, yeah, he was over the moon. Yeah, he had photos with him and stuff. And oh, nice. Yeah, we were all kind of blown away. We were like, oh look, it's Molly Crew there. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be allowed. No, yeah, probably. But yeah, there they are. I met Nicky Six once. Oh yeah, how was that? Yeah, it was good. Nice. I had a brief conversation with him. 
and then people realized he was he was at download and he and people realized he was there and then he got swarmed with uh people asking for photos and stuff yeah do people walk past and go oh that fella looks like nicky six and then but i think oh I, wait it is nicky six yeah. i think that basically oh, happened look at this fella no nicky five hey take a piss you're not even as good as nicky oh is it oh no it oh, is, oh, is nicky six. six. Oh, oh shit yeah, yeah. oh cool oh, yeah basically nice any other stories right. okay so basically i have this one story from download festival a few like years ago mike don't get a cup of tea go on go. yeah right i'm not gonna try and do a rant about it. Oh, you were very moody today. But it's... Uh, Seagulls bring out the worst oh, in you. Carry on. But it's a very interesting one, right? So basically, a few years back, the weather at Download was not good whatsoever. On the Thursday, it was a very sunny afternoon. Enjoyed it before the band started playing. Then the Friday came, watching bands at main stage, and all of a sudden, the heavens opened, and it poured down like if it was a storm. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, very, very unfortunate. But of yeah. course, we're in the arena. It's not much you can do. I thought, hey, I was watching Kill Switch Engage at the time. We all had a laugh. I get a phone call from some of my friends. Shout out to people camping at Blue Camp at Download Festival. But I think they've moved to Black. Anyway, um, saying that, Morg, all your um, all your stuff's like destroyed. Oh, uh, did it float away? What do you mean? So basically, my tent... Oh. Got slashed in half because a gazebo flew. Gazebo, yeah. Yep, and just destroyed my tent. Lucky you weren't in there. Lucky I wasn't in there because I. Not lucky for me. I yep. might not be here right now. But basically, all of my clothes were soaked to the bone, like completely Unbelievable. Could, not wearable. Unwearable. That, that's not good for a festival when you're yep. camping for a few days. So I thought. Oh, well, there's not much I can do. I just continue to watch Kill Switch Engage. Luckily, and thankfully, my friends did move all my stuff, so I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Nice. Fast forward then to the evening and uh, go to check out the scene of the crime. Oh, literally, nothing was solvable. So basically, what happened is I had to borrow clothes from people, but everyone else's clothes weren't dry. Yeah. On the, the next day, I had an important brunch... Invited to go and eat with WWE. Nice. One of the first years NXT was at Download Festival, right? Of course, I got nothing to wear apart from the soaking wet clothes that I was sleeping in that night at someone else's tent. Oh. Thankfully, they let me stay in their tent. Right. So I search in the stalls for something to wear, right? Yeah. I find not this not a lie, the outfit of an ugly orange hoodie. Yeah. Football shorts. <laughs> yeah. There was no trousers there. And wellies. You, oh. I looked like I was the substitute for a Sunday League football team waiting to come on. Oh, yeah, might have also been a Sunday League football team for a prison with an orange hoodie. Basically, yeah. You and maniac. Yeah. Um, so I had this really important meeting with uh and brunch do you think shorts was a good idea there I, was no trousers there was nothing this it's sean this i was Bro, low, I got a I t-shirt a, and sony had all and worn out before I wore this shorts. is my lowest point and this is the only outfit i could assemble right i went to check with my friends and say look look i got a day of interviews doing journalism can I borrow a tutu? You know, like, is this okay is there and everyone yeah you look fine it's good and all this i later found out they lied 
It went, yeah. I could have told you that. Just and, from what um, you told me you were wearing. Yeah. And uh, so oh. the advantage of this orange hoodie has, um, has haunted me ever since. And um, Wouldn't be good if all your friends wore orange hoodies now to download just oh, like a... Oh, they should. With your face on it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, anyway. So that's, yeah, cool. uh, yeah, sorry, that might so not no. be as interesting as um, two drum kits, but... Um, <laughs> well, you know. Well, you know, I don't want to brag. But, like, um, yeah, I thought I should share that misery. Thanks. Yeah. Um, it cheered me up a little bit, Good. knowing that you were miserable. And what um, can you sue whoever's gazebo? It could. Um, could you? I, I don't, don't know. know. Was it yeah. somebody's? Oh, but the final day, thank God, my friends let me borrow a pair of jeans, and one of my hoodies had dried out, so it wasn't that bad. Although I had no clean underwear, and I had to go commando. So this story now it escalated to the point of you meeting WW, and now you've had it on the end. I oh, weren't that bad. I just am. Dry pants. No, that was the next day. Oh. So the day I went to meet WWE, you still have, a, have a bacon butty with Triple H, dressed as the substitute Sunday League footballer. From prison. From, from prison. Which probably quite good gimmick. I'm surprised he didn't sign <laughs> you up. I think you could be world champion now, really, if oh, that's the thing. I might make a... Might, might forward an email over to him and see if Shoot we can... Shoot a video. Shoot a promo video. Send it over to Trips. Cool. Um, any other news? No, I just thought I'd tell you that. Oh, cool. Um, where do we go from here? Well, we've got to say a massive thank you to oh, yes. the supporters of the podcast and our elite members of the Patreon. They literally make this possible. They do. So we'd like to say thank you very much to John Price, Emma Barber, Paul Hirschfield, Kylie Wheeler, <coughs> Scarlett Charlton, Mate. Janelle Caston. She'll be right. Melissa Roche, Sam Ledgerwood, Dana Lasnova. G'day, mate. Samantha Spray, Becca Vaughan, Mitch Perry, Emily Senegals, Lucy Diaz, John and Emma, Martina McManus, Mark Platten, Marcy Jacobson, Kieran Lewis, Glenn Rice, Mike Cunningham, Kelly Cannon, Olivia Cropper, Lydia Henderson, Scott Jones, Becky Mayoko, yeah, Luke Price, Tony Michael, Jenny Robinson, Jamie Bloor. I don't know, but I don't know too many O's. Kirsty Dean, Craig Harris, and Jordan Burchard. That is a hell of a list, but thank you so much to all of those names, as Sean just mentioned. The list of legends. Yes, the elite members of our Patreon, the higher tiers, thank you so much for making this podcast possible and your ever-dying support and love. Yes, and we love the community you've created and are part of in the Sapnin community group. Um, we love seeing the memes. We love seeing helping each other out, asking for advice. Um, one of our patrons this week said he threw out his friend's Metallica ticket. Or mm. that, that happened. Mm. Someone in the Patreon found a way to make it possible for him to go to the gig. Yeah, which is absolutely amazing. Which is unbelievable. Is, yeah, crazy. Um, so yeah, so there's yeah, there's fantastic support, and we love all those people very, very much. It's so nice to get to chat with them and answer questions. And a shout out as well because a few of those patrons. Uh, made a Sapnin' Podcast drinking game. Oh, yes. And a few of them... Are playing it now at Downloads. Right now at Downloads so Festival. Now, oh, wait, we're, now we're in a, like, a rock and hard place. What we can do is we can either make Download unbelievable... Like, we can either get them super drunk now because we know the things to say... Right now. ...for them to be playing the Sapnin' Podcast drinking mm. game. But we do lose out on future money because they will be dead. 
happening, 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 happening. What else do I say? Um, the fantastic, the fantastic Morgan Richards. What about my eyebrows? Do you like my Morgan's eyebrows? Morgan's got eyebrows. Yeah. Um, these um, are all things just mentioned. Just mentioned. Um, uh, Duff, was that Duff one of them? McKagan, uh, Australia. Yeah. Um, there we go. Um, Sapling, 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 sapling. These are all shots, mind. All of these things that we've mentioned, people have made a drinking game that if Sean says Duff or mentions Australia, cheers, mate. Or praises Morgan. Or praises Morgan. Or likes what? a pun. That should be. Yeah, if I like a pun, that should be. I quit think that's drinking like, whatsoever. I think that's four shots, to Is be it? fair, yeah. Do a pun there, Morg. Um. Put me on the spot. Um, if downloads covered in mud, what colour is it? Or what would it be? Brown load. <laughs> You've all got to get wrecked. <laughs> They're going to be dead. They are. But if you if you at home would like to play along the Sapling Podcast drinking game, we'll put it on our social media and yes. also join the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Sapnin. Yes, You can do. go and get drunk and do it at 2000 Trees Festival. Yes. Because you get 10% off your tickets. Where, Sean? 2000treesfestival.co.uk forward slash tickets. Use the promotional code Sapnin to get 10% off all tickets. Awesome stuff. Also, we'll be at 2000 Trees. So, yeah, you'll be drunk after listening to an episode. We'll be doing episodes. Come on the episode drunk. This is a this is going to end so badly. I shouldn't have suggested this. Drunk cast, more like. Let's move on. Yes. Um, yeah. What else is it? Is there anything else you'd like to mention, Sean, before we wrap this up? Raiders play the show in Nottingham. You've got new shows announced, isn't it? Maybe? Yeah, have I, possibly. Have I, have I shot I the gun know. too soon? Uh, no, you have I blown my load? Go to... Ooh. Have I... I was wondering why you walked in there, funny. <laughs> it's all down your leg. Um, go to Twitter and Instagram, at Raiders Band UK. We've got some shows. We're going to record some songs soon, hopefully. And, yeah, get stuff out soon, so... Please check that out. Follow at Sapnin Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Patreon.com for us Sapnin. That's it, I think. Yeah, massive thanks again to the Bronx and Emma Van Dyke and yes. everyone at Slam Dunk, everyone at Download, everyone at 2000 Trees, all the Patreons, and you lovely, sexy, good-looking humans for listening to this episode right now. Sean, what are your thoughts to end this episode 29 Sapnin Podcast? Go. I'm looking forward to download. Thank you to Matt from the Bronx. Great band, great energy. One of the best live bands. I urge you to go and see him live. And that is it. New That's album it. out soon. Yes. Okay. Sapnin! Sapnin! Yeah, boy! Do you know James Hetfield turn up? If you think that was James Atfield, you were very much... Yeah, boy! No, the first one. The year. Yeah. Family! There we go. Sabrina! Oh, I can't believe we had James Atfield on. Just nipped into my house there, then. Oh, stop it, for Christ's sake. You're listening to Sapling Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.